Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi, I'm Tom Colicchio, the host of Citizen Chef, the new podcast on iHeartRadio. In each episode, I'll take a look at the ways in which the news of the day ends up on our plates. Explore politics of food with me. Listen to Citizen Chef on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is America's Drunken Network with Steve Summers. Welcome back as we roll on into the Thursday. Good to have you with us. Well, the heat is on out west. It has been scorching heat. It's been baking much of the west this week. Uh, well, at least a brief reprieve is on the horizon by this weekend. Uh, the relief uh, coming at, at a cost, though, according to forecasters, as the gusty winds are going to whip up. Uh, the rejuvenated fire threat in parts of the southwest that are already battling historic wildfires. Uh, through the first half of the weekend, uh, the intense heat afternoon temperatures, you know, 5 to 10 degrees above normal, will persist uh, from Tacoma, Washington to Tucson, Arizona. Uh, highs in some parts of the northwest could even surpass normal highs by 15 degrees or more. Uh, Sacramento has already topped 100 once this week, and they may again before the week's over. Phoenix forecast to eclipse the 110-degree mark for at least three days in a row. Uh, Even some places as far north as Yakima in central Washington will be challenging the 100-degree mark by the end of this week. Uh, There's going to be a crash in temperatures that will commence this weekend, though. A big storm's going to dive out of the British Columbia to wrap up the weekend. Uh, That will send temperatures tumbling through the first part of next week. Uh, Northwest, you'll be the first to feel relief from the temperatures Sunday. Some of the hottest areas of the Northwest on Friday uh, will experience high temperatures that are uh, 20 or even 30 degrees lower on Sunday. Big change. Uh, temperature in Medford, Oregon, will free fall from a high of 98 Friday to a high of just 69 on Sunday. Showers will accompany the cooler weather in the interior parts of the northwest. Uh, snow could even return to some spots in the Bitterroot Mountains along the border of Idaho and Montana, as well as the Teton Range in northwestern Wyoming. That's mainly above 7,000 feet elevation-wise, early next week. Further south, the heat will be trimmed a bit on Sunday. Uh, the southwest going to have to wait until Monday to see a bigger drop in temperatures. Highs Monday, uh, 10 to 20 degrees lower than what you'll see the first part of this weekend. 
Now, there's a chance Phoenix may not actually even reach 100 Monday or Tuesday. Now, if they don't, it'll be the first time since June the 9th that they haven't hit 100 degrees plus. Wow. Now, the normal high in Phoenix this time of year is about 106. It's not, it's, it's not unusual. Yeah, normally, only a few days in June end up below 100 degrees in the typically hotter places in the desert southwest, like Phoenix and Yuma or Needles, California. It's common. In the San Joaquin Valley of Central California, temperatures will drop from uh, the triple digits on Saturday to the 80s on Monday. Meanwhile, at the beaches, uh, the cool down uh, will hardly even be noticeable there. The cool waters of the Pacific keep the immediate coastal areas cool during a heat wave. Uh, So as the cool down commences for the interior areas, they really won't notice much of a change uh, there at the beaches. Now they do say temperatures begin to rebound and throttle up again during the second half of next week out west. But in between times, uh, Arizona, we've been talking about uh, historic wildfires in that state. As the gusty winds return early next week, uh, any ongoing wildfires could grow out of control once again. Any new wildfires uh, could spread very quickly. Winds 35 to 45 miles per hour are anticipated across much of the Great Basin and the Four Corners region uh, from Sunday uh, on up into Tuesday could see winds gusting to 60 miles per hour. Not good in a wildfire situation. And we could also see blowing dust and, of course, hazardous crosswinds for those of you out there in the high-profile vehicles. Looks like the gusty winds uh, subside again maybe the second half of next week, but between now and then... I have a sneaky suspicion. There's there's wildfires, a lot of them burning, uh, from uh, Nevada through Arizona. Uh, there's a few in California, a few in Colorado. So there you go. Travelers Weather, a service of our friends at Travel Centers of America. TA and Petro Stopping Centers, home of the World Blends Coffee, the freshest roast on the road. Now what many, back to the, at least for a moment, back to the protests around the country. Uh, what, for a time, uh, were, in many cases, peaceful protests, which have, on a continuing basis, seems like in more and more places, been spiraling out of control into downright you know, rioting, violence. It, it, it's no longer a protest. And that's what unfolded. Tuesday night into Wednesday morning in Wisconsin, where the governor there has now activated the National Guard this past day to protect state properties. The, the night of violence that included the toppling of two statues outside the state capitol, and that's the one I was mentioning last hour, one of those statues they brought down commemorated an abolitionist Civil War hero. Protesters also attacked a state senator, threw a Molotov cocktail into a government building, attempted to break into the Capitol Tuesday night 
where they were repelled by pepper spray from the police inside, had a group of two to 300 people protesting uh, the arrest of a black man who shouted at restaurant customers through a megaphone while carrying a baseball bat. So the governor toured the damage, and he said, all right, this has changed. The violence, this is in stark contrast to what had been peaceful protests. We're going to activate the National Guard to make sure people can exercise their First Amendment right, which nobody wants to shut that down. But we have to ensure the safety of the members of the public and the state buildings and infrastructure. If you're, This is what he said to the protesters. If your goal was to advance social justice and police reforms in the state of Wisconsin and making sure that systemic racism is a thing of the past, you failed. That's his message of the pro. You just failed. Uh, Republican state lawmakers and others had been faulting uh, the governor and Madison's Democrat mayor for not moving more quickly to quell the violence. This mob has become very bold in recent days because they've seen they can get away with a little and they inch forward more and they inch forward more. It's now downtown Madison is a battle zone. I fear for my city. That's the whole, you give them an inch, they want to take a mile. And for these cities that are not quelling the violence, it's not going to get better before it gets worse. And it took this long for Wisconsin's governor to finally wake up and say, something has to be done. Wasn't the president pleading with these governors three weeks ago, to do what they're doing now? Of course, they would not do it then because they don't want to do anything that Donald Trump requests them to do. I think in the course of this whole situation, we have, we're on the other side of the crest here. I think everyone has realized at the beginning, you know, okay, the peaceful protests, all this other stuff, I think most people kind of sympathized with them, and now I think most rational people are like, all right, come on, let's move on. This is not the way to do things. See, because the dumbass is even... The state senator in Wisconsin that was attacked was a Democrat. Democrat state senator Tim Carpenter. He was was taking cell phone video of some of the protesters. He ended up being punched, kicked in the head, kicked in the neck, kicked in the ribs, and... Even he comes out at 4 a.m. and tweets, innocent people are going to get killed. It's like, hello, that's what we've been telling you for weeks here. In these Democrat enclaves where they're allowing the lawlessness to rule the streets. One of the statues here that was toppled, decapitated, and dragged into a lake about a half mile away was Civil War Colonel Hans Christian Egg. He was an anti-slavery activist. He was leader of an anti-slave catcher militia in Wisconsin who fought for the Union and died from injuries, suffered during the Battle of Chickamauga. 
The base of his statue was defaced with graffiti Wednesday morning that read, Fire Matt Kenny. That's the Madison police officer who shot and killed a 19-year-old black man back in 2015. I mean, this, the other statue taken down uh, was uh, representing Wisconsin's motto, Forward. The statue first installed 125 years ago, uh, but replaced with a bronze replica in 1998. It sat prominently outside the Capitol, facing the University of Wisconsin campus and State Street. An avenue lined with bars, restaurants, and small businesses. That, That corridor has been a target for a lot of the vandalism since this all started uh, with George Floyd. And the destruction continues. All right, 21 past the hour. Get to your calls in a moment. Around the country, it's 888-860-8785. Here on America's Trucking Network. All right, around the country, it's 888-860-8785. Hey, Rob Carpenter, look out. A couple of small studies uh, suggesting most men hospitalized with COVID-19 are bald. Generating some headlines around the world. It may sound kind of strange, but they say science offers a plausible explanation. Male pattern baldness is associated with high levels of male sex hormones called androgens. Androgens seem to play an important role in the entry of uh, the coronavirus into cells. It's possible high levels of androgens might increase the risk of severe infection and death from COVID-19. Now, this hypothesis is important to identify people at risk and raises the possibility of new treatment strategies. Uh, It's been obvious from early on in the pandemic that men are at greater risk of severe infection and death versus women. Several possible factors at play here. For one, men are more likely to suffer from chronic conditions that pose the higher risk, the heart disease, the diabetes. Another is that men's immune systems are not as good as women's at warding off the severe effects of viral infections. And all those factors are indirectly influenced by sex hormones. Now it seems sex hormones might also have a direct effect on COVID's ability to enter our cells and establish infection. Now, in one study involving 122 male COVID-19 patients uh, admitted to hospitals in Madrid, 79% were bald. That's about double the population frequency. Another small study in Spain observed a similar over-representation of baldness among men hospitalized with COVID. Male pattern baldness strongly associated with the higher level of DHT, a more 
active derivative of testosterone and one of the androgen family of male sex hormones. Confirming the correlation between baldness and susceptibility to COVID-19 with larger samples uh, controlling for age and other conditions, that's what they're going to be looking at. That would be significant. It would suggest a higher DHT level could be a risk factor when it comes to COVID-19. I'm screwed. <laughs> I don't know. As I said, uh, it's 79% were bald, though, in that, you know, of 122 hospitalized. That is kind of odd. Mm-hmm. I thought you might need to know that, Rob. What's about that? Uh, what, what's the uh, age range? That's what they didn't, I, I guess they didn't pay attention to that. All right. So. If it says upper 40s. I'm really screwed. That's what they're saying, confirming the correlation with larger <laughs> samples, uh, controlling for age oh, okay. and yeah. other conditions. Some other factors. Yep. So that's something they're looking right. into, though. Just Keeping my fingers. Hey, keep me updated. You've been you've been, you've been good to go so far. So. <laughs> exactly. Let's keep it that way. All right. Heat wave got you coming up. Uh, Eagles on the line. Uh, room for you. Around the country, it's 888-860-8785. 860-TRUK. Hey, we were talking last evening about uh, the the big cloud of dust that's approaching the country from all the way over uh, in Africa, coming from the Sahara. And uh, we got the, the latest numbers there. Over the past week, uh, this vast expanse of dust, or Godzilla dust cloud as they're referring to it. Uh, most significant event of the past 50 years, according to some experts, uh, by yesterday afternoon, the, the leading edge of the plume uh, had invaded the airspace over the Gulf of Mexico, according to the satellite imagery. Uh, two areas of concentration with uh, the dust as the plume stretches literally from one continent to the other. Uh, the first concentration uh, over the Caribbean and yeah, now moving into the Gulf Coast region as we head toward the weekend question now is just how far to the north, uh, into the central and midwestern portions of the country might the dust cloud get over the weekend? And we'll be back on America's Truck and Network. All right, back at it here on a Thursday. What's going on, Heat Wave? Oh, not a whole lot, just... Heading back to home 20 there in Apple Turkey from California. I'll probably turn around and do the same number again tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, what was that, Joe? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Woman's issue earlier this morning on, your, uh, on one of your posts on Facebook where he was saying, you don't know me, you can't make a decision because you don't know me as far as his opinion. But, you know, you don't know me from Adam, and, and I don't know you from Adam. I just know you from here on this radio. And 
you know, it, it doesn't take an informed person to make an informed decision upon what someone has to say as far as their opinions on any matter. You know, it, it, it's, only, it's an asinine statement to say, you don't know me. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, several weeks ago, know, I made a post that, that said simply, what was it, something to the extent, our, uh, the next election will be decided by college-educated idiots. And then I came yeah, across the story it. yesterday that said the headline was 58% of college-educated Americans say rioting is justified. I shared the link to that story from Todd Starnes, and that's when I said verifies my statement from weeks ago that the next election will be decided by college-educated idiots. And uh, he responded to that with, doesn't verify nothing but your negativity. That's right. That's it. Uh, it's you know you even invited him to show up, and I don't know if he has or not yet. But I would. No. I'd really like to hear that guy. You know, as I just told Jeff, you know, opinions. You throw them out there, you expect to have it whacked one way or the other because someone's going to dissect it, and you can you can generally tell a person's. Um, the way a person is by the opinions they throw out. You know, you don't have to agree with them all the time. I'm sure I've said a lot of things that some people really don't agree with. But, I mean, it, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go out there and start screaming and crying, well, you don't know me, you don't know me. I don't need to know you. I hear what you have to say. Well, I mean, you know, I, I make a, when I responded, I, you know, he said, doesn't verify nothing but your negativity, just saying, to which I said... <laughs> I will assume you're an educated idiot if you if you agree with any of this shish kebab. You're asking for our country to die. Thanks, idiot. So that's yeah. where he said, uh, "How how low will you stoop, Steve Summers? Yeah, you 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 don't know me." So yeah. So I I hope he does. I hope he takes you up on that offer. I even said, you know, get on the radio, get on the air, let you know expound upon your your reasoning why you agree with rioting. And, you know, pretty soon someone's going to get fed up. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, they're already angry, but, I mean, pretty soon someone is going to take action that the rest of us, you know, have probably thought about the thought, you, you know, the better of it. And just as soon as one hothead gets up there and starts uh, making the lead fly against the other hotheads that are actually breaking the law, then you're going to be hearing this scream and holler for gun control again. You know, it, it is a, it's a vicious damn cycle, and the Democrats are just punch drunk with power right now. And they, I, I hate to say it's political, but I mean, it is an election season. It is an election year, and I just wish they would stop playing politics, follow the rules that are laid upon us by the Constitution and their own rules inside the, the government, you know, and work for, understand that they work for the people and they're not lords of us. Um, I think, I really think that uh, uh, election uh, terms need to be uh, instated. You know, uh, I think Ted Cruz has said, you know, he would he would uh, agree to uh, having election reforms to where you can only be elected to 
so many terms, and boom, you're done. Term limits, sure. And, I mean, I, yes, d- d- does, does anyone need more than, say, eight years in D.C.? Well, I don't think so. I mean, the whole idea was to, you know, get in new blood. You know, it wasn't supposed to be, oh, well, I'm a career politician. You know, I don't really see that in colleges, you know, where it's just politics, you know, one-on-one that goes up to saying this is how to be a career politician. Here's suckers, and here's the lips to kiss ass. And then after you're done with that, you take the suckers and you tell them other people to kiss your ass because you're in office. <laughs> right. I mean, uh, I mean so, Joe Biden's been up there 41 years, and he's telling us he's going to fix everything right. Yeah, you know, it's like, okay, what have you done in 41 years, Joe? Pelosi's been up there, what, 38? 30, 37, 30, something like that, yep. Yeah, she's been up there 45. Um, Barbara Feinstein, she's been, God. She looks like the bride of Frankenstein, the way her face is, but still. It was, it ain't Trump's fault. Everyone was kicking the damn can all the way from way back when to now. And it finally hit a wall, no pun intended, when Trump got in office and said, you know what, we're, we're done. We're working for the people. The people ain't working for us. So... Well, what do you think about that 60-game baseball thing? Uh, I don't think that's enough time to to really figure out who the actual champion is going to be because remember back when Houston was uh, had that hot streak of 40, uh, 40 wins out of 45 games at late in the season that one year? And, you know, they went from near bottom to, you know, 20 games over everybody else in that in the National League. Uh they're already saying if you, if, you, if you get off to a bad start, if you, if you come out of the box like the Reds like to do and open up a season with two wins and eight losses, you're pretty much done. You're, you're toast right there. <laughs> yeah, so someone's going to have to really uh, put some fire under these guys. And like I said, I'm not, I'm not going to watch the baseball games because they really hacked me off this year to begin with. But, you know, I'll read the box scores and – I'll say yay or boo for whoever wins, and that's going to be it for me this year, you know? So, And whoever uh, whoever I, does, I mean, obviously, I guess the record books, everything in the sporting world or what, and, and everything in every category is going to be marked with an asterisk for the year 2020, yeah, with COVID-19. It's a special year. It's, you know, when it comes to, like, the horse race and the triple crown, if, if that horse that won – at the Belmont last week. I mean, the next race isn't for another month and a half, two months or something. I mean, if that goes on to, to win all three legs of the Triple Crown, that's not a true Triple Crown winner. No, no, no. But at least they don't politicize the horse race. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Heat Wave. Well, good to hear from you. That would have to have an asterisk by it. Yeah, the, the Triple Crown, I mean, that, isn't that one of the biggest factors is the grueling schedule? Yeah, you run the derby two weeks later, you know, then you race again two weeks after that, the final leg. Yeah, the horses don't get two months you know, to rest up and recuperate between races, which is kind of what's going to be happening right now. But All right, we get a quick time out here. We'll return in two on America's Trucking Network. Yeah, the poll being referenced was uh, was uh, Georgia Republican Representative Jody Heiss, who was on uh, with Todd Starnes. And she was discussing a poll, a recent poll that shows 58% of college-educated Americans, 
believe rioting is either fully or partially justified, which would be an example of the complete breakdown of the educational system in this country. Uh, she, she said, those polled clearly have no idea what the First Amendment's all about. It protects our ability for free speech to protest and address our grievances, but not to engage in criminal activity, which what that's what we've been witnessing. He said there's no way any person with half a brain would get behind this erroneous idea that it's okay for people to engage in criminal activity, assaulting people, looting, arson, and a host of other things, including murder, and actually think it's okay. We've, wa- we've been watching the destruction of our country in real time. And the media's been awful generous in their reporting on the riots. Criticized on social media for calling the protests peaceful while we watch police getting pelted by bottles. That's not a peaceful protest. In tearing down and defacing historical monuments... Yeah, we've discussed it long enough to know. Burning burning buildings, overturning cars, assaulting other people, assaulting police. And you, what, that's not First Amendment protected speech. Now, just what really catches me where it says 58% of college-educated Americans. Now, that doesn't mean they're just talking to you know, 23 or 24-year-old just out of college people. The co- college educated, you can be 75 years old and have a college education. It, it runs the spectrum. I think with, with, with each, pat, more and more younger people are getting college educations. You get into my age category, you know, when I was, when I was, in, in line for possibly going to college, which I only went through like one year, but most didn't get to go to college. If mom and dad didn't have the funds, the resources to send Junior uh, to college, you had to get out and get a real job and get into the real world right out of the box. Somewhere over the years, it's come to the point where, well, everybody gets to go to college. Everybody gets a student loan. Everybody gets a a grant. Everybody, you you, you can't live. You can't make it in this country if you don't have a college degree, right? Speaking as somebody who has experienced that college curriculum here not that long ago, I can attest to where these people are coming from with the writing thing. I don't agree with them. I'm saying that the curriculum from college is to question everything. The, the, people ask you, what's your major? But then the curriculum behind that is most teachers are saying, you know, question everything. And what is a riot but a whole bunch of questions and nobody seeking any kind of answers? They're like, they're being taught this. And, and if you're not level-headed enough whenever it's being drilled into you on whatever class that you had. I, I was a liberal arts degree. I had a communications degree. 
that is like the main thing that they are teaching you is question this. Ask questions about this. Even if it seems as though it is a concrete topic, they want you. Question everything. To question it. Yeah. I guess you could say the chickens are coming home to roost. Or the cows are, <laughs> you know, what? cows are coming home. All right, we get a quick break. It's 8 before the hour here on ATN. Got an email from uh, Truck and Phil. It says, good morning. Just uh, just checking in. Haven't been able to confirm this online or with any news agency. Uh, but we had drivers that were told to stay home uh, because uh, there were runs that weren't going to be running to Lansing's uh, General Motors plant. Again, I, can't, I haven't confirmed it, but reportedly... Uh, they're, they're shut down again because the coronavirus case is popping up all over the place. Uh, we've got drivers affected with our sister company, Universal. I drive for Pam, uh, local out of Fort Wayne, uh, moving parts for General Motors in a 200-mile radius. I'll see what we can find out about that. I mean, that's been the headline this past day or last several days is... Spikes in the COVID cases around the country. Biggest numbers on a global scale uh, this past day. Biggest jump in the U.S. And is it is it is it wave number two? Some are questioning, or just a continuation of wave number one. All right, then on to uh, Jared in Missouri. I guess he's a he's a little peeved at some of the discussion. About, uh, I guess that goes back to the whole Trail of Tears things and whatnot, right? First off, Andrew Jackson fought as a 13 or 14-year-old boy against the British in the Revolutionary War. He was captured and had to serve as a slave to a British officer. And had his face slashed by his sword for not polishing the officer's boots. In the second war with the British... War of 1812, where the White House and Capitol buildings were burned to the ground. Jackson was victorious in the Battle of New Orleans. The Cherokee Indians supported the Brits in that war and were removed to new lands as a result. That's why they were removed. That's why. It's, it's kind of like... We didn't just wake up one morning and nuke Japan, the United States, that is. No, they attacked us. They declared war on the United States. Tell the whole story. The Associated Press, our Democrat Party, always trying to make us look bad or the presidents that they don't like look bad. And Steve Ben Shapiro is a never-Trumper, fake fraud. He doesn't care about Mount Rushmore. Uh, He also believed the Bubba Wallace hoax and made all the usual left-wing public comments. Just remember that about him. All right. Always good to get your 
rest of the story there. <laughs> Thank you, Jared, in Missouri. A couple minutes before we hit news update time, so I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll hold off on getting back to the calls. And, uh, yeah, we were talking about the big Saharan dust cloud. Yeah, thousands of feet above the Atlantic Ocean. It's now cloaking the Caribbean, closing in on the southeastern USA. Uh, this one appears to be bigger than those in recent memory. The latest NASA model projecting the path has it headed into the deep south from the Gulf of Mexico, uh, I guess as we speak. Uh, the next round hitting Texas between uh, Thursday and Saturday, then kind of hooking back eastward over the southeast and the Tennessee Valley area. See, I, I was talking about models last evening that were showing it, making it all the way up uh, to maybe even northern Indiana, northern Illinois, through much of Ohio. Uh, let's see, from the weather professor, shift in the NASA dust forecast now pushes the initial wave into Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, and the Florida Panhandle today, which was Wednesday and tomorrow, today, Thursday. And then the second push uh, into Texas, maybe Friday-ish, which then takes a right turn and heads into the southeast in the Tennessee Valley over the weekend. So, you know, the models have changed a lot in just the past 24 hours, and I wouldn't be a bit surprised they change again as we head into the weekend. But, all right, with that, we get a news update here on America's Trucking Network. This is News Radio 700. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.